Welcome to another Abiding Thought. I want to read from Galatians chapter 5 and verse 17. It says, For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh, for these are opposed to, to each other. And I'm reading this passage because um, it probably is the most compact and succinct description of spiritual warfare that's recorded anywhere in scripture. I know that when we think of spiritual warfare, there is a tendency to look at it as something that is out there that is against us. But really, spiritual warfare, if you look at Paul's language in 2 Corinthians 5, spiritual warfare is, or 2 Corinthians 10, I'm sorry, the spiritual warfare is not so much of what's going on out there, it's not the forces of evil out there. Spiritual warfare begins first and foremost with the struggle that takes place within. Uh, another place where Paul addresses this is in Romans 7, and we all identify with that. When I would do good, evil is always present. Well, the evil that's always present is not out there. It's in here. It's, it's our fallen nature. Now, I know that uh, if you've listened to me for any period of time, we often speak of our fallenness. And even in our regeneration, we still are fallen. We are still corrupt. Remember that our justification, our right standing before God is based on the imputed or credited righteousness of Christ. In other words, it's not because we have become righteous in and of ourselves. Our righteousness is still going to be shrouded by our fallen nature. So even when we do good, if it were to stand on its own, it's still good. It may serve various purposes, but on its own, without the covering of the righteousness of Christ, our good is never good enough. So when Paul says here that what's taking place is really the desires of the flesh, and by flesh he means our fallen nature. This is why I say this is really where, this is really the heart place or the, the, the centerpiece of spiritual warfare. And it's not to say that there are not forces out there, but in here, it's, it's within us. And so you've also heard me address the fact that uh, when John in particular refers to the world, the world, the flesh, and the devil, the devil is the antagonist. Of course, he wants to always trip us up. And, but he is a manifestation. He is, he is, the, he is writ large our, our native rebellion. In, every, in other words, what he is in and of himself corresponds to our fallen nature because he is an enemy of God and our fallen nature is an enemy of anything that is righteous. So the world is the collective fleshly thinking. It's, it's, it's what is the, the struggle that Paul is addressing here or the corrupt desires of the flesh that he addresses here is really what is meant by the world, but it's, it's, it's magnified because it's the collectiveness of our fallen desires. Let me read something that I read recently in a tweet. It uh, gives back and forth between the world and Jesus. Here's what the world says, follow your heart. Here's what Jesus says, follow me. 
The world says, believe in yourself. But Christ says, believe in me. The world says, discover yourself. But Christ says, deny yourself. The world says, be true to you. But Jesus says, be true to me. And I mention that because the biggest area of spiritual warfare that any of us will experience is the competing desires of our fallen nature reinforced by any number of sources within the world versus the renewed nature that we have been given in Christ by virtue of our regeneration. Now, here's what we also know, and we've cited this passage in the past. Paul in Ephesians, or excuse me, in Philippians, says that God is at work in you, causing you both to do and to desire of his good will. Here is the context of spiritual warfare. God is at work in you, causing you to want to do and empowering you to do what is pleasing to him. But your old nature, which remains, is fighting a different fight or actually pursuing different desires. And so when Paul says, this is it, this is really the nature, this is the essence of spiritual warfare, the essence of spiritual warfare is that your desires, your natural desires, are at war against your renewed affections. So therefore, the Christian life is always a matter of hearing God's law repeated to us because it will correspond to the new desire that he's given to us. But it also will expose the failures and the flaws of our natural appetites and desires. And we need to hear that because everywhere else is gonna tell us those things that you feel, remember that whole list that we just read from the world, the world is gonna tell you to affirm yourself. But God's word says, examine yourself and measure yourself against his law, not for our acceptance, but because indeed we are the children of God and he has sealed us by his Holy Spirit. And he is at work in us, causing us to do and to desire of his good pleasure. And to consciously recognize our own faulty pleasures and to put them to death. Jesus died for our sins so that we could put to death that which he has died for. It really does come down to a matter of desire. And I think one of the most humbling aspects of our Christian walk is to recognize that even our affections and desires are not what they ought to be. It ought to bring us a sense of shame, and that is part of our growth to look back at what we actually like, that we desire that, and we measure it against what Christ has set us free for. 
and what he set us free for is to have to 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 desire the things of God. And because when when we again when we avail ourselves last our last uh, devotional we talked about proverbs in, in proverbs where the person who only you know isolates himself disconnects himself then he will rage against everything that is good and everything that is righteous so god awakens us to have renewed affections but until the lord calls us home our old affections will be at war with our renewed affections. And that is the nature of spiritual warfare. And what we see is that the flesh, our fallen nature, has its own desires. And some of those desires are not just overtly wrong. Some of them are right things that are pursued at a different level or redefining them in a different way. In other words, God has given us an affection or natural affection for food and a need for food, but we take food to a different level. God has given us sexual desires, and that's a good thing, but he has defined the parameters of our sexual desires. Our fallen nature takes those genuine God-ordained affections and redirects them according to their own purposes. That's the nature of spiritual warfare. To be in conflict with what, with what God has intended for us to think, to feel, to speak, and to do. Brothers and sisters, I pray that we, we take this to heart because only as we take it to heart will we be able to follow the exhortations that are given to us in Scripture to put that desire to death. Those desires that are exposed, that are contrary to what God has intended, to put them to death. Now, you may have to put it to death over and over and over again. But that's okay, because you, in putting it to death, you're doing it from the vantage point of your being seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And no battle that you can engage will unseat you from that privileged position of being seated and exalted in him. Therefore, you are equipped by the Spirit, and you are connected with Christ to be able to put to death those affections and those desires that are contrary to the word of God. Amen.